There is no guarantee for success, but there are ways to get closer to it when you do the right things. Who you surround yourself with is just as important as what you do. Finding the right people, the right classes, the right activities, and taking the right tests are all decisions that shape your future. Find out more today on Destination University with Dr. Cynthia Colon. Dr. Colon and her guests will give you the tips you need, whether you're a student, parent, or educator. Now, here is your host, Dr. Cynthia Colon. You're listening to Destination University, a podcast for college-bound teens and the parents, mentors, and educators who support them. If that is you, you are exactly where you're supposed to be. Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Dr. Cynthia Colon, TEDx speaker, college admissions strategist, and author of the best-selling book, Be Committed, Get Admitted. Welcome to Destination University. We help college-bound teens create an action plan, become interesting applicants, and write compelling essays that increase acceptance letters. We do this through online or live group classes and private counseling. Consider me your happy success expert. Being here today already tells me that you are looking to get ahead, find practical advice, and take action steps. You are growing the community of happy and well-informed families across the nation. So thank you for joining the movement. Welcome to season nine. Holy smokes. We are just over-delivering this season because we're giving you three podcasts. Yep, three. And Thursdays are called Truth Talk Thursdays. What? Yep. After being in this business for over 20 years, it's time for me to open up the vault. I have essays that have stood the test of time that make me laugh and make me cry and sometimes a little bit of both all at the same time. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a look at one to two essays per week and unpack why it works and what makes it stand out. So I cannot wait to dig in today. I'm so glad you're joining us. Okay. Oh my goodness. So we're going to dig in to the Stanford roommate essay. This is kind of a little famous essay and I I, I is this this essay has been on the Stanford supplement for as long as I can remember, and that's a long time. So, Kristen, before I do a little quick little read, what's what do you remember about the this particular essay? What did you like about it? So I really liked this essay and how she comes to life in here, um, talking about her interests in anime her um, love for entertainment and how she, you know, how she spends her free time or would like to spend her free time on the Stanford campus. And um, then at the, you know, the last paragraph talking about herself as um, chef and then her name um, and how she likes to even cook and would be such a good roommate. It just made me think about that. I would want this person as my roommate. Yes. Right. I mean, I, you know, there are a lot of reasons I think about this this young girl and why she might have been admitted but I just love this essay so okay you guys I'm going to share my screen I'll read you a piece of it but honestly this packet is worth uh just just for this essay it's worth it oh so many good essays in this one I won't read the whole thing but um let's see 
So she starts with a quote, um, and then I'm going to just just jump down here because I think this anyway. You can yeah, you can read it. As we approach Dead Week, if primal screaming isn't enough to soothe your stress, Chef Celeste may surprise you with your favorite childhood meal I made using the recipe I retrie I retrieved from texting your mom on Facebook. In parentheses, yes, we would be close enough to have each other's family on social media. I feel that nothing relieves stress more than food. A meal tastes better when shared between loved ones. Also, even if I have to put on my old cheerleading uniform, I'll be rooting for the both of us. That will bring me joy. Oh, I get chucked up. Rumi, should you remember anything from this note, set your heart ablaze. Oh, my word, I'm telling you. Um... So many things that you learn about her in this uh, short little essay, but you're right. I mean, I, I get choked up when I read it because I do feel like, oh my God, I, I want to roommate with her. I want to, I want to, you know, I want someone who is going to call my mom and get my favorite recipes, right? Like there's just so mm -hmm. much personality in this essay. I don't know. What do you think? It's very genuine. And, um, you know, the reference to, you know, being Facebook friends with the mom of your roommate, it's just something that we can all relate to. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Um, okay. So what I think we should do is pair this essay with another one of her Stanford supplements, because I think you'll get a complete gist of like who she is. And for those of you watching, listening, um, there's another essay that we that we unpacked in another episode. That is a third piece of this, but it was um, uh, it's in its own episode. So we're going to jump to this third essay here and help to unpack it because I think it really helps to understand who she is. Okay. So that one was on page 69, and this one is on page 70. So tell us something that is meaningful to you and why. I'm going to start by saying, obviously, this was not her main personal statement. She wrote about something else. Um, so this was a good place to put this. <clears throat> so I'm just going to read the first two paragraphs. Because, ooh, this might get me choked up again. Although my sister did not come out of my womb, I take pride in having spent plenty of time as her mother figure. This experience has been meaningful because it brought about a new outlook on life. I gained a stronger sense of family and appreciation of children in doing all the time-consuming necessities that a parent must do, whether it was teaching her how to shower, cooking her food, teaching her how to do her homework, even staying awake throughout the entirety of the night because she had a nightmare or couldn't sleep well, couldn't sleep well due to an, an illness. I've had the privilege of witnessing and aiding her development and growth. And then she goes on. <clears throat> now, I can't remember, but okay, what, why don't you tell me, Kristen, what you, I know this kid very well and, and I interviewed her father recently, but what do you learn about this student? Um, what are kind of the traits or values that you, think about after reading one or both of these essays. Mm -hmm. So I liked the sort of shock value of this um, 
essay. And I know that's a strong word. I wasn't truly shocked, but you just don't hear a lot of teenagers talking about themselves being a mother. Um, but if you are an older sibling, like I am, it really speaks to you because you can think of, you know, being a big sister and it really humanizes her. Um, and it just made me think about how mature she is and, um, how she's done all these things at such a young age that people really don't do until they're older and have their own children. It seems like she has this unique family situation. And um, at the at the end of the essay, she talks about um, that her sister would be in the care of her father. And so I'm guessing that she's taken on the mothering role for real. And um, and I just love the sort of um, authenticness of the, of that. Yeah. It's, you know, the, what I take away, you know, she obviously some basic things like she's responsible, she's mature, she's had to grow up, you know, quicker than others. Uh, she comes from a single uh, father home. Um, and then I, I happen to know the other rest of the story. Her mom, you know, left the home uh, when she was a sophomore in high school. So, and I think that's somewhere else in her, in her application. So she's really had to sort of step up and be an adult or, uh, you know, a third parent, or in this case, really the second parent. For her mm -hmm. for her sister so um and it's also just a, a mature way of looking at it. you know she's talking about understanding what it must be like to be a parent to stay have to stay up with a child all night long so a lot mm -hmm. of really great things and in comparison to that this essay to you know the one that that uh we read before and she's being sort of fun and teenager like and and so there's quite a, a difference of like, I she can be mature and, and responsible, but also she has that, that humor and fun and, and still is a child too. So that's what I get from both of those. Anything I mean, to add? I, I loved her appreciation for children because not many, you know, teenagers appreciate children. <laughs> this is true. This is true, right? Like often the younger sibling is a little bit annoying. Yeah. <laughs> and and, you know, she's taken on a mother figure. Yes, that's for sure. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us again. And um, uh, if you want to say again, give the the website address to the organization that you work for. Um, sure. It's passkids, P-A-S-S kids.org. And we're in Phoenix, Arizona. Awesome. Okay. Awesome. Great. Thanks for being with us, Kristen. We'll give a little wave to everyone. Yeah. Thank you. Bye-bye. Oh, my goodness. Wow. That is all I have for you today, my friends. Thank you for tuning in to Destination University. I'm Dr. Cynthia Colon, your happy success expert. If this episode has in any way helped, fueled, or inspired you, please share this episode with three people in the next 30 minutes. Thanks for listening this week. You can subscribe to Destination University wherever you get your podcast. And while you're there, leave us a review. It sure does help a lot. By subscribing and reviewing, you're helping to grow the community of informed families across the nation. Thank you for joining the movement. And if you haven't already binge listened to our previous seasons, do it. If you know an eighth grader or a high school student, dive right in and take every piece of advice so that that student can become the most engaging, interesting, and compelling college applicant. 
I suggest you start with episode one where I interview my mother. I promise you'll love her. Everyone does. Okay, once again, if you found value today, please share this episode with three families in the next 30 minutes. I'll be sure to see you next week, same time, same place. Until then, wherever you are, may you have a happy and sunny day. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening this week to Destination University. Be sure to join Dr. Cynthia Colon again and get one step closer to your success. 